Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. Before we get started, I wanted to let all of you guys know about a contest we're having to celebrate 500 downloads. Woo! Yeah! All you have to do is, it's pretty simple, you just need to submit a review on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google, on our Facebook, anywhere where you want to put a review, and let people know why you enjoy the show. And once you do that, you can take a screen cap and send it to us on Twitter, or we'll probably see it. Just let us know so we have a way of contacting you. And once we get a list of the people who have reviewed our show, going to use a random number generator to pick a winner, and we're going to send you some cool stuff. What's the cool stuff, you may ask? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some, maybe some stickers. We were thinking maybe um, we might go on a archaeological dig and find a Blockbuster membership card. Maybe we'll give you one of those. I'm going to find a box buried in the woods uh, that a bunch of like 10-year-olds put in there. And maybe there'll be like some charms or like dead dreams. Callback. I love it. <laughs> like crossroads mythology. This requires someone to have listened to our first episode. Yeah. So that might work. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that like there might be some weird stuff and you're going to get it in the mail. And we'll also give you a shout out on our podcast as well as on our social media. So if you're interested, you can... Do all that stuff I just said. If, uh, you know, we'd prefer them to be positive reviews, but we're not going to twist your arm. I mean, that's not very nice if you just give a, <laughs> you know, think about it. But um, if you want to leave us a negative review, you can leave us a negative review, but leave it on someone else's podcast. Yeah. Like uh, My Favorite Murder or something. Yeah. They have enough positive reviews that it really won't matter. I hate Janine and Kate. They are yeah. awful and their taste in movies is awful. And then you'll get a reply from like Karen Kilgariff and she'll be like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> and then like, that'll be a cool day for you. Yeah, that'll be a cool She's day. She's famous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just, um, just write a review and see if you win. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. All right. So on to the show. So. As you know, we have been watching The Simple Life for our mini-sodes lately. And if you don't know, then you need to go listen to them because they are pretty great. Well, I was talking to you, not to the audience. Oh, well, <laughs> I want them to feel involved. Okay, well, as you know, we've been doing that. And that made me think about this Disney movie that I saw when it came out back in like 2004, 2005. Starring the Milchaka sisters, Disney Channel original movie called Cowbells. And I thought... There's no way Janine's seen Cowbells. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely have not seen it. I don't even know who the Machalka sisters are. Have you heard the song? Uh, oh, man. They have, like, one popular song. Um, they're Allie and AJ. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, it's, like, Potential Breakup Song. Have you heard that song? No. <laughs> it's, like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
That sounds fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's not super good, but like none of the movies that I saw back in 2004 were. (laughs) And then I was thinking about Disney Channel original movies. And then I was thinking about Hilary Duff because she was just in the news because she's playing Sharon Tate in a movie. And Sharon Tate's sister was like, wow, that's tacky and I hate it. (laughs) Didn't they have somebody else they wanted to play Sharon Tate and they said she wasn't pretty enough? I don't know. I feel like there's more than one Sharon Tate movie coming out right now. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Deborah Tate's um, Sharon Tate's sister was like, Jennifer Lawrence isn't pretty enough to be Sharon. Which is like the sickest burn in the world. And also yeah. like so funny. And I'm like, but Hillary Duff is. Yeah. But Sharon Tate's one of the most beautiful women in like, you know, cinematic history. So it's kind of like. The history of ever. And also she's got like that. She's got that like murder victim status, which seems to make everyone prettier. <laughs> That is true. Okay, back on track. Um, No longer talking about murder victims and Sharon Tate, but thinking about Hilary Duff. And I was just like, I wonder if Janine's seen the movie Cadet Kelly. And I figured that one is actually kind of a stretch because I feel like most people have seen Cadet Kelly because it was one of the more popular Disney movies that was on back in the day. It was on like every weekend for like three years. Yeah. But you know what? I'm just throwing it out there. And um, I figure if you have seen it, you don't remember it. Yeah, like, I think I've seen it, but since it was, like, you know, on all the time, I think I only caught bits and pieces of it. Like, literally, the only thing I remember is I'm pretty sure she had a pink gun. (laughs) Like, and I think at some point, like, she's supposed to be doing a marching thing, and I think there was, like, a dorm situation drama. Like, nothing, I don't remember anything about, like, the actual flow of plot in that movie, (laughs) so... I think we we count it. We keep it. Everything you said sounds familiar to me. So, like, I think you're right. (laughs) But I don't think that that's the main plot of the movie, that she has a pink gun. So I'm going to count it. (laughs) But yeah, so um, basically a movie full of blonde actresses or a movie with a mix of blonde and brunette actresses set in a military school. Oh, oh, isn't the other actress the one from Even Stevens? (laughs) Yeah, it's Christy Carlson Romano. She's also the voice of Kim Possible. Yeah. Why do I know that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She sang the Kim Possible theme song. And all these Disney facts are the reason why I can't do math. (laughs) Just pushed it all out of my brain. Disney movies this week. I'm kind of surprised I haven't actually done that to you yet. But now you have to pick between two. I want to say one's probably better than the other because I don't remember one super well. But they probably are both about as bad as each other, so... One's definitely more beloved. Yeah, I know that Cadet Kelly definitely has a status as a Disney movie that's, like, enjoyable. Mm -hmm. However, I know absolutely nothing about Cowbells. I don't know anything about those two girls who are the actresses. Like, I was a pretty big watcher of um, uh, Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like she had like the coolest fashion sense ever. Crimped hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, like she would do that thing where like now all Disney characters, they layer like six layers and it looks awful. But like she had like that cool, like long sleeve under short sleeve thing that was like kind of mm-hmm. like people were into in the 2000s. Like an actual thing. Yeah. Like it was a thing. It wasn't like a dress on top of a sweatshirt, on top of a skirt, on top of jeans, on top of like two pairs of boots. Yeah. <laughs> Knee high socks. So I think because I've seen Hilary Duff and also the other actress being from Even Stevens, which I also did watch a lot of. I don't know when I had the time to watch these shows, considering I didn't have TV for a long time, but I did watch them. Um, and I don't know anything about the who, who what are they? The 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 Milchaka Milchaka sisters. I think I'm going to have to go with Cowbells. That's surprising to me. Oh, yeah. You always you always zig when I think you're going to zag. <laughs> zag on them. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh man, I'll watch Cadet Kelly, and then it's like, oh, I guess we're watching Cowbells. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll do reject movies one month, like, <laughs> and then you'll zig and zag again. I'll be like, oh, she's totally gonna watch Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and then you're like, nope, gonna watch Black Christmas too. <laughs> oh Jesus, nope, not doing that. There isn't a Black Christmas too because like, who would watch it? Thank goodness, no one saw the first one. <laughs> one time, it could be cool to. Um, do like a remake episode where we watch the originals of movies that we watched that were remakes. That would be cool. So the only the only one we have of that so far is Black Christmas. Well, yeah, but I mean, eventually we're gonna watch other shitty remakes. There were a lot in the two thousands, so there were a lot. Yeah. So yeah, cowbells. That's what I'm I'm going for. All right. I know absolutely nothing about it, so I'm excited to dive in. It kind of feels like a like a simple life episode, honestly, just like longer. Well, then I will be comparing the two and seeing how it stacks up to reality. <laughs> <laughs> this one's totally Nicole and that one's definitely Paris. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we're going to watch Cowbells, which thankfully is on Netflix, so we don't have to spend any money on it. And we'll be back. All right. We are back. We both just saw the movie Cowbells. That was a thing. That happened. It's a movie. It's a movie that exists that was on the Disney Channel. And I feel like that really tells you a lot of what you should know about the movie Cowbell. You know, it's always refreshing when I begin watching a movie for this podcast and I just see awful film quality. Like, it's grainy, the colors are washed out. That's how you know it's going to be good material. Good for the podcast, bad for your soul. Yes. <laughs> it's like the spiritual opposite of chicken soup for the podcasting soul. I mean, dairy's bad for you if you're sick. So. <laughs> um, but, like, honestly, like, for a movie that is starring a set of, like, acting sisters on a on a teen or on a tween um, channel, Cowbells is not a terrible movie. <laughs> it really isn't. Like, I mean, I've definitely seen worse movies while wa- uh, in this podcast uh, theme. And, I mean, it was a movie. Let- let's get into it. You want to do another bare yeah. bones rundown? Do a bare bones rundown. So, this movie, I thought of it because it really reminded me of The Simple Life. And watching the movie, I was like, oh, wow, this really is, like, it's like a wholesome simple life. Yeah, for real. Um, so. There is a set of sisters played by Allie and AJ Milchaka, who Janine doesn't know who they are. Still don't. Just kidding. I saw the movie. They're blonde actresses. They're blonde 2000s actresses. I think I think the younger one is actually in like an ABC sitcom right now. Hmm. And like the older one. The older one has a cute little freckle, like a beauty mark. She's cute. Yeah. The older one, um, she was in like a bunch of CW shows that only got like one season, but she's fun. She was also in Easy A. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I want to see it, though. You didn't see Easy A? That's actually really good. Like, Yeah, I know. It, it's probably too good for this podcast, but now that I know that you haven't seen it, I'm going to put it on the list. Because I think it came out in 2010, <laughs> and I'm counting that as a 2000s movie. Might as well. It's, it's, it feels very 2000s, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count it. That's going in my list. Anyway, <laughs> so they are, like, spoiled, but not, like, hor- horrendous people, but they're, like, spoiled spoiled rich girls who live with their dad and their housekeeper because their their um their mom passed away and their dad owns a a pretty successful like dairy dairy business like the movie starts with the older one getting her driver's uh license she's taking her driver's test and she's like trying to play the radio and trying to answer her phone and then she basically like compliments and then bullies the instructor into giving her her license (laughs) he's like you know 
you're obviously okay at driving, but you have a real focus issue. And she goes, well, you know, if you don't give me my license, I'm just going to be here all the time requesting you and only you until I get my license. And he's like, you know what? You passed. I worked at a DMV for a little while um, doing some survey work for the university. And if you fail your driver's license test, you can't test again for like another week. So, but I guess maybe if you're rich and annoying, you can. Um, It used to be... At least in Oklahoma. When I got it, it was a week. But, like, a couple years before I got my license, which I think is when this movie is set, um, you could actually go the next day. Oh, wow. And, I mean, that's in Oklahoma, so. But the law's changed, and who knows. Oh, yeah. Is this in, like, the country? I didn't really hear them give a, you know, location, but it was kind of nice to have a movie. I mean, yeah, it's about rich, bratty girls, you know, whatever. But, like, not set on the coast. Like, either one. The the town in the in the movie is called River City, and I think it's just supposed to be kind of like a nondescript, like suburby place. Yeah, I don't know where it's set, but I think it's supposed to be at least sort of country esque, but like a big enough town that they have like shopping malls and stuff like that. Yeah, and by the way, like in this opening scene with the driving instructor, he calls her Miss Callum because their last name's Callum, and. I didn't know what her name was until, like, 20 minutes into the movie. Oh, yeah. Her name's Taylor. Yeah, her name's Taylor. Her sister's name is Courtney. And they kept making a point to say Courtney's name because she was introduced later. But then Taylor's name, like, hardly ever came up. So I just went going, like, the other girl. <laughs> yeah. the o- I just keep... I'm just going to call him the older one and the younger one, probably. Yeah, that works. Anyway, so um, she gets her license. And she comes home, and her dad's gotten her, has, like, restored her mom's, like, old, like, stick shift, uh, like, convertible. But she doesn't know how to drive a stick shift, so she has to get taught how to drive a stick shift by this, like, this teenage boy who, like, works for her dad. Or rather, her, his dad works for her dad, and he asked his dad, (laughs) rich dad asked Derry to explain this. Court, um, the girl's dad asked the boy's dad to teach her how to drive stick shift, and he was like, okay, I'll have my son do it, and he's all pissed. And she accidentally yeah. gets at, like, at one point he's like, whoa, I gotta check on Martha, and it's like a ca- pregnant cow, and of course she gets out of the car without setting the parking brake, and it rolls into a lake. Yeah, and of course, um, my husband actually, his family raises um, cows, so I was like, first time I saw that cow, I was like, that's not a pregnant cow. I'm seeing through you, movie. That's that cow's not pregnant. It's not big it's enough. It's just fat. <laughs> it's just a good, healthy cow. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I, here's the thing. Like, my, um, not uncle. God. I mean, my uncle does. My grandpa. Like, everyone on my mom's side of the family owns cows. And I was like, sure, that's a pregnant cow. <laughs> but, um, so they do that. And then the dad's like, ugh. Like, you think I, like, have, oh my god, I can't even explain this movie. It's just, like, so much talk about money. Yeah, it's all money. And he's just like, do you think money grows on trees? And he, they're like, no, but, like, you still need to pay for this guy's truck that I ruined. And he's like, ugh. And then, of course, um, they accidentally burn their, basically almost burn their house down trying to make soup. And that's when he's like, okay, that's it. You are going to work at the dairy you're going to be responsible and i'm canceling your credit cards and yada 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 yeah like this whole thing is all about it's just like the beginning of the simple life it's like they've got to throw away like their credit cards and all that stuff and learn how to live a budgeted life or whatever but like at least the dad here admits that he taught them zero responsibility on like how to use money because 
so not only after she kills Jackson's truck, she's like, oh, it's only two and a, uh, two and a half thousand dollars to get it fixed. And he's like, what? I don't have a money tree. But then it's like you gave your younger, the younger of the daughters, Courtney, twenty five thousand actual American dollars for her cotillion. And you know what's kind of insane about the cotillion? I thought that was like her own party. But then you find out that actually it's like her and three other girls and they're all throwing in that much money to have this party and they're all complaining about stuff like it's too expensive. I'm like, so a hundred thousand dollars. I was like, between the four of you have a hundred thousand dollars. That's like, okay, just the $25,000 is like three times more what I spent on my actual wedding, which is like a thing you're allowed to spend money on. Like (laughs) $25,000 is more than like what I have left on my student loans. (laughs) It's a lot of, a lot of money for a like, I guess 16 year old, maybe younger to have. I think she's like 15. Yeah. Because my brother did cotillion because that's that's the thing that tipped me off that this was probably more like in the country because I know they have cotillion like on the coast, but it's like a really big deal in like some of the country areas because it's like a status thing. Mm-hmm. And um, cotillion is, is crazy. Like they have not only these coming out balls, but also you have to attend all these classes and like how to behave properly. Just sounds insane. Yeah. But anyway, so they burn down the house because they, like like you said, they're making soup, but then they just abandon it because... They don't actually burn down the house. They just, like, somehow fuck up Oh, yeah, the they kitchen. just burn down, like, the kitchen area, which is convenient. The house is, like, intact. They, yeah. just, they just fucked up yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, and because um, they just, like, threw a rag on top of the stove with a burning, uh, with the flame going on when they left the Did mall. you feel like that, that flame when she turned that stove on was, like, way too high? Yes, yes. These children, they need to learn to cook. No, but, like, I was, like, I don't think my stove has ever, like, produced, like, a three-inch flame. Yeah, not unless it was on high. No, no, like, ever. Not unless something was wrong with the stove. Mm. It was a nice stove, though. Too bad it's burned down. Too Yeah, too bad they ruined it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, they get the job at the dairy, and they're very bad at it. Like, they drop a phone into, like, a yogurt vat at some point, and it's all fucked up, and they're dumb, and yada, yada, yada. But then, the dad goes on, like... A butterfly hunting expedition? Is oh, yeah, ha- for the for the gold. Let's see, I wrote it down somewhere. For something stupid he wants. Because I guess he has, like, a butterfly collection. For the gold-spotted skipper, the most elusive butterfly of all. I don't think that's real, and don't make me, don't make me look it up. Anyway, so... Um, I'm not looking it up. I'm not looking <laughs> I'm it definitely up. Not I don't believe it. it. So his <laughs> business partner, who automatically seems skeevy, is like, I bought you this trip. I love you. We could have made a lot more money if you had done this thing I asked you to, but then you were like, nah. And I'm like, why would you bring that up? So he goes on this trip, and then of course, while he's away, somehow all the money disappears from the bank account, and the business partner's trying to blame the dad. But of course, it's not the dad, it's the business partner, and he disappears. Yeah, because he's like, I'm going to go find him. Yeah, right. See ya. Bye. And the girls go into Bob's office because they're like, surely we can work this out. Surely we can get in touch with my dad. I want to let Bob know to go tell my dad we believe him. So they go into his office. They see that he is um, not there. And immediately they look down into his trash can and the framed photo of the two business partners that Mr. Callum had given Bob uh, is like 
broken, like he threw it in the trash. And you know, that's exactly what I do when I frame my business partner for fraud, steal all the money, and then skip town. I throw the framed photo into the trash so people know where I stand. The first thing I do after I've done something extremely skeevy is, like, make it super obvious. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can do it, especially if you live in the Disney film. Yeah, I was like, this is a Disney movie. It has to be spelled out very clearly for the 12-year-olds who are watching it. (laughs) Of course, all the workers are pissed because their checks are bouncing and yada, yada, yada. But they're all, like, very, very cruel to these, like, young teenage girls. Except for, like, one. Yeah. They're, like... They're, like, having a straight-up uprising, like, during the meeting. And they're all, like, screaming at, like, poor Allie Milchaka, who's, like, literally 16, and trying her very best. And also has, like, zero control over the business whatsoever. Yeah, because she's literally 16. She just got her driver's license. She asks her little sister if they can take her cotillion money and use that to pay the workers, and she, like, freaks the fuck out. She's like, no, you got to have a great party, and I'm going to, too. And she goes, okay, I understand. And the sister's like, the little sister is like, thanks for coming to your senses. But then, of course, the older sister does it anyway. Yeah. And that really pisses the little sister off. Yeah, she, like, waits, uh, tricks her sister, like, hey, can you go get my cell phone from the car? And then when the sister leaves, she's like, hey, everybody, I'll pay your salaries. Yay. Don't worry about it. But of course, when she's saying that, they're like, fucking hell, you're dumbass. Yeah. And she's like, just trying to talk to them. Yeah, they are pretty awful, which is like, it's funny because, see, just like in the uh, episodes of The Simple Life, where Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie are like, huh, wow, people only get paid this little for all this hard work. This has like more of that, like, income discrepancy like themes but of course it's disney so they don't want to rock the boat they don't want to make like these children turn into communists so they have to make these people who have very reasonable ex like they're reasonably upset about the fact that like they don't want to work for free but then they have to dial it up to 11 so you don't sympathize with them oh yeah it's like they can't be like you know, I just, I'm really disappointed and I don't think I can work here if we can't be guaranteed the pay. Like, they have to be screaming at, like, a poor little blonde girl. Yeah. It's it's pretty uh, obvious. Like, the they're like, be moral, share your wealth, but not too much. <laughs> like, but, like, now it has to look like you're an amazing saint because you're still working so hard to, like, save these people who scream at you all the time. No, that's basically what this movie is, like, a bunch of benevolent rich people and screaming poor people. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's how I feel all the time. I want to yell at the... Ba- I'm going to call the bank right now and just scream at them. Yeah. I don't care that the, I don't care that the teller makes $8 an hour. <laughs> yeah. How which, dare you? How dare you? How dare you try to make my life better? Did you hear? Did you hear how dare you? No, I fucking hate you. <laughs> this is over. This is over. <laughs> um, she pays for everyone's checks, and then Courtney finds out, throws a fit, because um, she really wanted that money. And, and Taylor's like, people were going to lose their houses and like not be able to send their kids to college. She's like, I don't care. I'm just a kid. Why do I have to solve these problems? Which, like, okay. Which is, like, honestly, like, really bratty, but also true. Like, valid. Yeah. <laughs> like, va- like, a valid thing for, like, what I think is a 14-year-old to be upset about. They've managed to pay the salaries, like, once or twice or however many times they had to pay it. Like, that's that's not a problem anymore, at least at this exact moment. But um, they're running out of milk because the refrigeration system has failed or something like that. 
And the person who was supposed to be monitoring that was, of course, Bob, who stole all the money and skipped town. So Taylor sells her fancy-ass car for, like, well below market value. Like $9,000. To the person who fixed um, the car for her to begin with. And I'm like, how does he just have $9,000 laying around? <laughs> like, all these people are in such dire straits that not getting paid once is, like, going to, like, really fuck over their lives. But this guy, this delivery truck driver, has $9,000 in a bank account to give her a check. I didn't even so, think about that, but you're right. But like... anyway... So, but of course, they're still $1,000 short, so Courtney, who has now realized that she should be a better person, returns her cotillion dress that she paid $1,000 for. Which, wow, but, uh... And it was, like, not a pretty dress. It was, was like, like, orange. orange. And, like, I went to a school, and our color was orange, and I'm... I don't feel any, like... It was, like, orange and pink. It was bad. It was bad. Not my college school. Mine was orange and black, so it was Halloween every day. But anyway, so... Nice. (laughs) Yeah, that was the good thing about it. So they have $10,000 to give to the dairy farmer that um, Taylor's basically been dating, that, like, teen boy who she fucked over. Jackson. (laughs) Jackson. Do they have names? Does it matter? Anyway. um, (laughs) So they have the money to get the dairy, but, of course, Courtney's still pissed. So she um, is, like, talking to Taylor, like, while she's, like, resetting the expiration date computer stamper thing for the yogurt and she's so pissed that she puts instead of like a month out she puts out like a week out and it's the day of her of the cotillion that she's no longer going to be a part of so when all the yogurt comes out and stuff like that the expiration date is like wildly early and they can't sell any of it and it's like way to go you know which like yeah, she she messed it up. But also, like, the guy on the line who, like, yelled at her, that means the machine's beeping. That means you got to reset the expiration date. So, like, do that. It's like, why would you put something that's so important to if your products get sold? Why would you give that responsibility to, like, a teenager who's only been working there for two days? Also, shouldn't um, there be some sort of, like, checks and balances system? Like, I feel like someone else should have to look at that. Yeah. Ugh. Or, like, literally anyone could have noticed when they were, like, doing the, the systems or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, they have to, like, uh, what do they have to do? It's just, it's just such a bad movie. So, Jackson's, uh, dad owns a dairy that provides a lot of the milk to the, um, yogurt processing people, the Callum's Dairy Processing, whatever. So, of course, Courtney or Taylor is like, hey, Jackson, give us some of your milk. But Jackson's like, are you kidding? We have so much debt. But this all is revealed at, like, a party that Courtney is having. Well, um, it was a party for the dairy the dairy workers because it was kind of like a, yeah. we survived this shitty, shitty week kind of party. It was just like a like, yeah. picnic, basically. Yeah. And then, um, so they're all there celebrating and Jackson's dad's there. And when Jackson says, no, we can't, we can't take on any more debt. Jackson's dad's like, are you kidding? If the, if the Callum's shuts down, then we'll lose our farm completely. So it's okay to give them a little bit of this milk. And it's like, okay, so now we all have to work another shift, like twice as fast. And they're like, but we still need more people. So of course, who's the, so Courtney doesn't like, Hey, maybe I go like, you know, to um, a place, like an unemployment office, and say, hey, we need people to work really quick. No. She goes to her the cotillion party she's missing out of to ask for people to come. Where there's, like, a bunch of, like, shitty teenage girls who all suck. Like, at one point, they're trying to figure out, like, the menu and, like, how to pay for it. And Courtney's like, how about chicken? And another girl goes, ew, chicken is a tacky no-no. 
Yeah, I mean, it's bad. Like, the girl who said chicken is a techie no-no has a chihuahua who she dresses in a bikini at one point. I didn't even see that. That's disgusting. I saw it because I was like, is that dog wearing a bikini? Yes, because they were lounging by the pool. Amazing. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she goes to this party, and she's like, we need help. And this girl's like, fuck off. And then she accidentally gets pushed into a pool. And then another girl's like, look, it's a dessert parade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And, like, a bunch of cakes come out with sparklers on them. (laughs) It it makes no sense that, like, the next scene, they all decide to go down to the dairy place to help out because her dad showed up, was like, hey, guys, let's go all do this. Like, it makes no sense they suddenly had that change of heart. Whatever. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, for real. But you do notice that, like, the really mean girl's not there. Are you sure it's not the girl with the brace? No, the, yeah, there's the girl with the braces, the mean girl, and the short girl. Yeah, she's not there. But that's fine. Nobody liked the her. the really mean girl didn't show up. And I'm like, to be fair, she did get knocked into a yeah. pool. I don't think I'd be willing to do it either. Yeah, no way. But anyway, so they they go, they all work really hard and they make their shipment or whatever and the dairy is saved, sort of. And then, in like a rare kind of bummer ending for a Disney movie, like, you see the dad going over the books and it's like, well, things are going to be really tight for a long time, but we're going to survive. And like, you never catch the shitty, like, uncle dude. And it's over. Yeah, it's just like, well, it's like we're starting from scratch all over again. So no more shopping sprees. And the kids are like. And the younger sister's like, oh, no. (laughs) No, I need new shoes for school. She's like, what about one new pair of shoes? And dad's like, we'll see. And I'm like, damn. (laughs) So it's like cute because the family's coming together. But like also, um, I mean, even if like, even if like, you know, you're starting from scratch, at least you have all that business know-how. You still have all those payments you've probably been making because you had extra income, like as house payments, you know, things like that, that you're not going to be able to afford if you have to start over. So, well, I mean, the only thing that, like, I feel like the extra stuff, like, I feel like even if he's starting over, he's going to be able to make a house payment because, like, yeah. a house payment actually isn't that much money. Yeah. And, like, if you're not having to pay your, like, your daughter's shopping spree, like, every month or whatever, yeah. then you can probably afford being, you know, alive. That's true. So, um, at the end of this movie, when they all celebrate before that scene, so like when they finish the dairy shipments, they all have like a impromptu party outside. And Sheila McCarthy, who has who's been playing the supervisor of the two um, girls on the factory floor, she's a singer. I don't really know much about her other than that. Um, she has like three scenes in this movie totally dedicated to her just singing, which like I get it because it's a Disney movie and you know they liked all crappy. A lot of the crappy 2000s movies that we've watched that were girl-centered had some sort of weird singing thing in it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, Britney Spears in Crossroads, which at least makes sense because it was her movie. Or, like, Simple Plan in New York Minute. And this one, it's Sheila McCarthy. But, like, why Sheila McCarthy? Because I think it's just supposed to be, like, look how down-home and country this dairy is. They're all family, and there's, like, a band within Bluegrass. the people who work there. And, yeah, <laughs> and they love bluegrass music, and... They've got to play the song so they can dance at the end. And it's like, does it really matter? Yeah, because it's like in the in one of the scenes early on when the uh, the two girls, they go into the cafeteria and everyone's glaring at them because they slowed down production. Then it's like, um, as they sit down, it's like, hey, do you like this? Uh, your dad came up with this idea. It's called the, the Dairy Jam. We all just, our homemade jam. We just go up there and we start doing bluegrass music and Sheila McCarthy starts singing and they all and like the girls take a moment to like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. It's like, why is this happening? And then it happens again later at a like a party they have at the country club or something like that. Oh, no, that party where they're celebrating um, getting all that shipment done the first time. Yeah. 
And then again, I don't know. You know what you need to stop doing when we watch movies? Paying attention, questioning things. Yeah, you (laughs) you just not stop questioning things. These are not movies that are meant to be questioned because they fall apart. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like this is even like plot oriented though. I'm just like I'm wondering what the draw was for Sheila McCarthy. Like, Like I couldn't really find a lot about her when I first searched her up. She's like. Listed as a singer, but didn't really have any albums published or anything like that. So I'm just kind of like... You know what? She was near wherever they were filming, and she auditioned, (laughs) and they were like, can you sing bluegrass music? And she was like, sure, I'm from Toronto, Ontario. (laughs) And she's like, boom, doing it. And now she's living her life. Yeah. Stop questioning it. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, I I think too much. I just got to throw that away. But See, um... that's not what this podcast is about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this movie, like... It's really not the worst of the ones that I've seen. It's definitely a Disney Channel movie. So it's not going to like... It's not amazing. Yeah, like it's not going to like blow you away with its cinematography, like be absolutely brilliant. Or even film quality. Yeah, but at least it's not like absolutely horrible. And you can follow the story. Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense that they had to do it. Yeah, it's not Black Christmas. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense that it had to do the expiration thing twice. Like... Okay, like, I guess that's all right. It kind of, like, is there really a point, but... I think there's only so much drama you can, like, pull out of, like, a dairy, and, and like, running yeah. out of milk is the ra- is the But as, lo- as long as we're kind of... We've been discussing this whole similarity to the Simple Life episode we, we reviewed in our mini-sode. Um, I gotta say, uh, these girls have nothing on Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, because they didn't even have to go into the dairy farm, like, go to the cows. They're just working on the factory floor. Well, she did have to go to the cow when she checked on that pregnant one who was having the kid. And you know what? I did just realize that we had, um, in both of these Simple Life episodes and uh, this movie, there is a scene where a pretty blonde girl yells at a cow. <laughs> yeah. In the cow birth scene, by the way, I actually, like, made, uh, Daryl was working on his homework. I brought him out. I was like, hey, you, you've watched cows give birth. Tell me, tell me about this. Because... Martha, that's the name of the cow, is about to give birth, and Jackson and his dad are worried because she's taking a long time. And then Taylor notices that there's a bull nearby watching, and she is convinced that Martha is nervous because of that, because she wants privacy. Because cows want privacy. Yeah, and they're like, are you kidding me? Cows don't think like that. She's like, is there a female in this world that you know who would want to be going through this with someone watching? No. So then, of course, as soon as they move to a private place and the cow just like, what? There it is. I was just thinking, like, don't you usually have to, like, stick an arm in there to get the cow out? Yeah, you do. But that would have taken too much movie magic. They didn't have the budget because they spent it all on Sheila McCarthy. Michael Trevino was not going to put his hand inside a cow. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, yuck. But the movie, like, uh, I mean, I wish there... This is another one of those movies where, like, yeah, it's bad. Like, it's not great. But there's also not really a whole lot to talk about in it because it's just... It's very low stakes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's very low stakes and there's not really, like... I mean, like you said, they're probably still going to be able to keep their house. Like, only part of their house burned down, too. So, I mean, like, pretty affordable to fix. Like, no one's really in danger. There's nothing really, like, you know, it's a movie. People dance. There's bluegrass. There's bluegrass. There's the Melchaka sisters. There's a a lovely um, friend story about how the younger sister's best friend um, can't afford all the rich shit that she can. Like, you see her mom, yeah. like, making her a dress, and it's like, oh, that dress is cute. Yeah, that was nice. There's a French uh, exchange student. Um, oh, yeah, Pierre. 
Which I feel like, could they have picked another name? Like, is, that's the most obvious French exchange student name at all. Well, like you said, they have to keep this very obvious for the 12-year-olds watching. That is very true. I'm sorry. But so like, if he didn't speak in a, a very obvious Fr- French, French accent. accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so voice. basically they find this guy, Pierre, because he's working in the factory as an intern for the summer with his exchange. He... Um, is an exchange student. But yeah, like, as an intern, it's like, intern? No, he's working as, like, a, like, a delivery boy. (laughs) But the really weird thing, it would have to be an intern because, uh, um, if you're, I only know this because I worked with an intern from another country two years ago, you can't earn any money when you come, uh, to the United States, um, on a visa. Because otherwise you have to apply Mm. for a working visa. So he's literally just like, someone tricked him. They were like, we need people to work around here. Hey, French boy, you want to be an intern? Oh, I can't do a French accent, but imagine this being said Uh in a French accent. (laughs) Oh, yes, I would love to. I would love to be an intern. Uh, What does it entail? Getting people coffee? No, you're going to be doing these harsh deliveries with me every day. Driving a truck. Yeah. Yeah, it's like not a wonderful movie, but like good enough. Yeah, it was actually like, it was fun. I I mean, I can definitely see the appeal of it. Like if I were watching it on Disney, I this is one of the, definitely one of those movies that you would never ever ever see in a movie theater. Like Oh yeah. Like no. It's yeah. not that good. Yeah. It would it would make, it would like make like $4 a theater. Yeah. Like I mean, I know not all movies in the theater are automatically good, but like this one and I don't know if it's like, how long is this movie? It's not very long. It's kind of short. 35 minutes. Yeah. Which is good because it didn't need to drag on. It already kind of dragged longer, on. it was longer, it would be miserable. Yeah. But like, it's definitely just like even the structure of it wouldn't fit well for a um, theater release, especially because of the obvious commercial breaks and the three-part Sheila singing uh, special. It's very much a kid's movie. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess um, that's really all you can say about the movie Cowbells. Yeah, we've gotten some some movies that weren't really easy, easy to talk about these last two times. Nothing really to make yeah. fun of. Yeah, because it, there's nothing to really make fun of. It's just like, oh, they tried. Yeah, they, they tried. Woo! They tried. It's not like, oh, man, the serial killer is yellow and he's obsessed with eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always just going to go back to Black Christmas. Uh, gross. But, um, yeah, the, I don't know. That's it. That's it, man. That's, it. That's the movie. That's it. That's the movie, That's man. Bells. That's Cowbells. Um, it's on Netflix if you guys really want to watch it. I don't know why, but you can watch it if you want. I mean, if you were so intrigued by our rambling discussion of it. <laughs> Even though we already told you what everything that happened, so. <laughs> I mean, we might have missed something. You know, actually, <laughs> studies have shown that people enjoy movies better when they've been spoiled. I don't know if that's true. They say basically, like, it builds the anticipation of waiting for the spoiled thing to happen. And I can kind of see that because, like, um, I, I don't remember what movie it was that I spoiled. Oh, I spoiled myself on The Good Place when I was watching it. I'm not going to spoil all of you guys on The Good Place because I it's, love that show so much. it's a good twist. But I learned about the twist beforehand, which actually, like, kind of... But I, I think it is kind of cheating, because that's the kind of, like, oh, wow, that's cool how they're doing that, that you should get when you watch it, like, the second time. Oh, yeah. I've got, um, so the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit community, is mm-hmm. they're all, like, detectives, and they all know everything that's going to happen. And, of course, I accidentally read spoilers on there all the time. And then they come true, and I'm like, God damn it. So I, like, I know, you know, I, like, I know, but yeah. I don't know that something's going to happen this season, and I'm really upset that I know Yeah, the Bachelor it. subreddit is like that, too. Anyway, so I guess that's, um... 
that's cowbells that's and a little bit of RuPaul's Drag Race. So I do love RuPaul's Drag Race, and I feel like we should watch season one because it did come out in 2009. That is true. Actually, uh, when we did the first part of this episode, I had to, <laughs> I said, hey, can we record tonight? And she goes, yeah, oh, no, wait, I've got to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, and then we can record. <laughs> she was like, can you meet up, can, can we do this at seven? And I was like, yes. And then I went, no, we can do it at nine. And she was like, oh, what? why? And I'm like, because Drag Race is on at seven, and it's an hour and a half long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, well, uh, that does it for this week's episode. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Guess What You're Gonna Hate, on Twitter at Hate Podcast, and on our website at hatepodcast.squarespace.com. And if you ever have any suggestions for movies to watch, you can always tweet at us or reach us on Facebook, however you want to do it. Send us stuff. Yeah, send us stuff. Make us suggestions so that we have episodes that are interesting instead of... Cowbells. Yeah. That's the movie. That's it. Cowbells. And um, you should leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And hopefully it's a good review. And if it's not a good review, like I said earlier, you should just uh, record it and um, put it somewhere else. Yeah. Anywhere else on any other podcast. Or like just go outside. Look, this is a good way to deal with this. If you hate us, go outside. Go find like an, a, you know, a, a hill somewhere that no people around and just yell out to the sky. Kate and Janine suck at podcasting. <laughs> and then you know you've done it. You've done it. If you live in a in a like a highly uh, populated area and that's not feasible, go to your roof. Oh wait, we for oh I almost forgot. Speaking of uh qualifications for this kind of stuff, we need to venerate a new crime this this episode. Oh right. Okay. Um how related crime. I think everyone should um, change the expiration dates. Steal Steal milk. milk. Yeah. Lots of it. No, go to a fancy party and push a girl into a pool. Yes, that's what I want you guys to do. Except not really, because I don't want to be blamed. That is definitely assault. Yeah. (laughs) Push a fancy girl into a pool. Yeah. Mostly a victimless crime. But make sure she doesn't have her cell phone in her pockets first. Like, let's be, do the crime, but like also be a little nicer. Also, like, make sure she can swim and deep into the pool because you don't want her to hit her head. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there so still do do the pushing, but like be responsible. So she's in a fancy dress, you ask her to see her phone, and then you put floaties on her arms and if she's like, What are you doing? You just say, Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's the new fashion. Perfect. We nailed it. And take a selfie as soon as she goes into the water. Amazing. There you go. Videotape it. And send it to us. Put it on your review. Viral video. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. All right, bye.